Yo, 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 what's going on, good people? Today is Monday, July 11, 2022. Time is 11.53 a.m. Eastern Time. You're on with another episode of The Bridge, episode 122 of The Bridge. Get out with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush is all the same. Here, bring you my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives, mainly sports, music, politics, current events on a local, national, and global level, things that we talk about every day. Uh, got a lot of things to talk about, want to get into. Of course, we're going to get into the war <clears throat> more updates on the war in Ukraine, um, some, some more shootings, mass shootings, the things that we talk about, uh, Former uh, two former prime ministers, uh, the assassination of one in Japan, and the stepping down of one in the Great Britain. Um, Beyonce has um, congratulatory news on another hit that she has made, uh, the backlash against Mayor Kenny here in Philadelphia. And also, um, <clears throat> Sandra Douglas Morgan making history uh, with the Raiders. But um, as we also do, <clears throat> but as we know, as what I do the past two years, we're going to get into some COVID and some vaccine updates. Uh, and so right now here in the United States, there are 88.4 million cases of COVID. Uh, One million plus people have died as a result of COVID. Uh, 598 million vaccines have been given. 222 million people have been fully vaccinated, which is at a rate of 67.5%. I'll read those numbers again. Uh, five now. Uh, 88.4 million cases of COVID, 1 million plus death people have died as a result of COVID here in the United States, 598 million vaccines have been given, 220 million people have been fully vaccinated, which is at a rate of 67.5%. Uh, as we all know, summer months, people are going on vacations, people are cookouts, barbecues, this, that, and the thing, the numbers tend to spike. I believe we are coming around a curve where things are slowly but surely getting better. For people, please, as I said, I will continue to say, you may get tired of hearing me saying it, but I'm going to keep saying it. Please go get vaccinated if you have not got, if you have not done so. If you are eligible for the booster shot, please go get the booster shot. This is the only way that we're going to combat this virus because it's still out there. I was talking to my mother yesterday. She's um she's a manager of a nursing home. She's an RN, and two of her nurses got it. They were fully vaccinated. They had the booster shot, just as my wife and I have had it, but they still got it. So, people, please go get vaccinated because doing nothing is not an option. Just saying. And we have to add, um, we all know Highland Park, Illinois is another city on the list of people, another city on the list that um, had a mass shooting. Seven people dead, dozens injured in a mass shooting in Highland Park, Illinois on July 4th. Uh, the shooter was captured. He was um, taken into custody. He will be charged now with seven counts of murder, mass, um, seven counts of murder. His father, who um, bought him the guns, who said that he was thinking about, he thought he was going to be taking the guns to a shooting range to practice his aim and shooting. Well, yeah, he took it, yeah, he practiced all right. So the father will also be charged. Um, this is, like I said, Highland Park, Illinois is a city Another city on the list of mass shootings. So seven people were dead as a result. Um, I saw where one little boy got shot in his chest. His, 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 his spine was severed as a result of it. So it's a shame because you, you can't say this is just, well, this is this is now making national news because a lot of people say, oh, Highland Park, Illinois, this is another day in Chicago. So no, this is not another day in Chicago. This is Highland Park, Illinois. That's a very high-end district of Illinois. Michael Jordan lived in Highland, Highland Park. His mansion is in Highland Park. Uh, I believe parts of Home Alone and other 
famous Chicago movies were shot in Highland Park. So this is not on the west side or the south side of Chicago. This is a very high-end district with another 18-year-old white male who had been planning this attack for weeks, planning to posting things on social media, hate things, hate crimes, hate, hate words, you, you name it, and went totally under the radar, did not take him seriously, and now we have another mass shooting. So, But his father will be charged because his father provided him with the gun, probably knew about it. We, he said he planned to attack weeks in advance, and now here we are. So, um, Two police officers here in the city of Philadelphia were shot because at the um, Ben Franklin Parkway on the July, after the July 4th concert, said the shots rang out as the uh, fireworks was going off. Luckily, none of the officers lost their lives. Uh, Mayor Kenny has received backlash because he basically said he'll be he'll be glad when he is done being the mayor of the city of Philadelphia. That way he can enjoy events because he feels like he cannot enjoy events because he's always worried about things of this nature happen. I mean, I get it. Human nature kicks in. You, 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 you. As a mayor of a major city like Philadelphia, Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, Boston, Detroit, you know what I'm saying, New Orleans, cities like that, your phone is probably ringing all day, every day. And when you have events like that, you have to, in this day and age of mass shootings and people buying more and more mad, uh, weapons of destruction, you have to worry about what things pop off like that. And I get it, but at the same time, yeah, you you enjoy all the perks of being the mayor, but you can't ignore the persecution that comes with being the mayor. You have to take both of them, the, pers- the perks and the persecution, because they both come with the office. And me being a resident here in the city of Philadelphia for almost 17 years, Listen, one thing I know for sure and two things for certain, if you are not all in representing the, if you're going to be in an elected official position in the city of Philadelphia, you better be all in for the city of Philadelphia, more importantly, the residents of Philadelphia. Because if they feel not, you're not all in, if you don't care about their city, if you don't love their city, even though if the crime is winning up, people are more and more violent every day here in the city. I watch the news, it's just, Every day you turn on the news and wait just somebody getting shot, somebody getting killed. I understand the frustration. I understand the anger. But if you're an elected official, the amount of money that you make, the perks that come with your job, and the, the, the treatment that you get when you're an elected official in this city, you better, you better make sure that you're all in for this city and its residents. Because when you make a statement like that, I understand the anger. I understand the frustration. But there will be backlash, and people were calling for his job the next day. They were already they were already not satisfied with the job he was doing as mayor, and so you just put gasoline on that fire when he made those statements. So, like I said, but luckily, none of the officers that were shot in the Parkway last week after the Fourth of July concert, none of them died. Either one of them died. I believe both of them were released from the hospital the following day. I'm just wondering if this is going to um, cancel the um, Made in America festival that Jay-Z has here in Philadelphia in, um, around Labor Day. So major acts come in for that every single year. Well, couldn't come for the last couple of years, I believe, because of COVID. But I do believe they are going to um, kick that back off um, around Labor Day weekend. So it's just I wonder what the um, they say security will be beefed up, but it's just if you have that amount of people in that wide open space, you can't cover everything. You can't watch everything. It's just it's, it's, it's a sad reality that we live in. So um, 
In other worldly news we want to get into, uh, former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, I believe I said his name, Abe, was assassinated during a campaign speech uh, last week. The 41-year-old suspect was right there. He did not try to run. He did not try to say it wasn't me. He had the homemade weapon right there on the scene, shot him, killed him, and then they took him into custody. Um, you don't really hear about gun violence in Japan because they are strict. They 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 reign they reign that in. You don't really hear about um, shootings like that, especially as far as elected officials over there in Japan. He was just here um, in the United States uh, speaking with Biden not too long ago, and so um, my condolences definitely go out to his family. Um, like I said, the former prime minister, prime minister of Japan, was shot and killed. Um, Former Prime Minister of United of the United Kingdom, Johnson, he resigns during scandals and his cabinet revolting against him. One thing I know for sure is that when your cabinet is revolting against you and you're in the midst of scandals and you resign like that, that's basically saying I'm guilty. I have no more control of my cabinet or anybody that's up under me. And he just he was just he, he just tucked his tail and ran because he did not want to face any more media scrutiny or just being in the spotlight. So I guess he said, I had enough, I'm done, that's it, I'm out. Uh, I was looking at the news earlier today as far as the war in Ukraine goes. Um, more and more civilian areas are getting hit over there in um, Ukraine. People, um... Sorry about that. Um, just talking about the uh, in um, Russia, where more and more civilians were getting killed because they're hitting apartment buildings, they're hitting um, more civilian areas like houses and hospitals and things of that nature. Just let you know, this war is war crimes will definitely be coming against Russia when when all of this is said and done. Um, I just found out last week that how important this war is and how critical it is to other countries around the world, 92% of Somalia's grain, that means for their food to feed the people of that country, comes from the Ukraine and Russia. And when you have two countries that are going to war with each other and the country that is doing that initiated this war is controlling your grain where your people to eat, it's, 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 it's crazy because Russia is, and Putin seems like he is in a position where now where if you don't support what he, his agenda, if you don't support what he wants to do, he's cutting people off financially, he's cutting people off from their resources, he's cutting people off from grain for food. And it's just, that's why NATO is jumping in last week. They wanted to invite um, Sweden and Finland to a joint. And it's like I said, when you're controlling other people's food and grain and resources and you have a dictator in charge that if you don't support my agenda, I'll cut you off. That's just, man, that war crimes are definitely going to be charged against this dude. And when this war is all said and done, the people of Russia, the innocent people of Russia, more importantly, are going to suffer because of this. So um, other news here in the United States I want to get into real quick. Derek Chavon, of course, the officer who was charged with the murder of George Floyd back in May of 2020, also gets 20 more years for violating George Floyd's civil rights, as he should have. I'm definitely anxious to see what the um, sentence is going to be for the officers who were involved, who stood by and did nothing to stop it. And so uh, along with his 20 years that he got, 
just for killing him and violating his civil rights. So um, that will put him at 40-something years in prison. Probably pretty much is going to be mandatory. So he deserves it. And so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what the other officers who were involved in George Floyd's murder. Hopefully this will bring some sort of peace and comfort to George Floyd's family. Um want to get into some other news. Uh, Brittany Grinder, she pled guilty last week to the um, oil, the marijuana oil that was in her bag, and um, she pled guilty and pretty much penned a letter to President Biden saying, please don't forget about me. Please come and get me. Uh, this is pretty much is going to guarantee, hopefully, a prisoner swap with um, Russia in order to get Brittany Grinder out. I'll say this once, and, I, and I'm going to keep saying it. The only reason that she was over in Russia, because we all know, the WNBA players, they make more money playing overseas than they do here in the United States. And so the WNBA season, I believe, is only two or three months. So that was the reason why she was overseas in Russia playing. So so the owners of the WNBA, maybe if you play it, maybe if you pay your players more in salary, they wouldn't have to go risk their lives and their freedom by going overseas to play ball. So I put this on the owners of the WNBA. The players, the coaches, they're doing their part by saying her name and keep bringing it up in the media, trying to get her released, President Biden. But hopefully he's doing all he can to get her released. But once they're, once they're released, the owners of the WNBA, you have to think about that. Your players are going overseas to play basketball because they know they make more money playing overseas than they do here in the United States. So is it worth your players going over there and risk being detained, locked up for the rest of their for the for forever, and because you're not willing to pay them more in salary. So, just my opinion, something to think about. Um, speaking of President Biden, last week he issued out 17 medals of honor, the Medals of Freedom, the highest civilian award here in this country. Headliners included Denzel Washington for his remarkable acting career that spans well over 40 plus years. Also, Simone Biles received her for the um, fantastic job she has done in the Olympics. And she stepped foot on a gymnastic floor in the Olympics uh, many, many years ago. So congratulations to all of those recipients of the Medal of Freedom Award. Simply black girl magic that I'm about to get into right now. Uh, Beyonce, uh, last week I saw she now has 20 solo hits in her career. 20 solo hits. That's just remarkable and I think the only two people in history that had more solo hits than Beyonce is Paul McCartney and the late great king of pop Michael Jackson himself so congratulations Beyonce and, and, and I should say 20 and counting because the way she put out music and the way she's going she's not done not by a long shot so congratulations to her also, I want to get into uh, some NFL news real quick. Congratulations to Sandra da- Douglas Morgan. Becomes the first black president of football operations for the Las Vegas Raiders. So congratulations to her on that accomplishment. Hopefully she gets in there and does a uh, great job with the Raiders. So congratulations to Sandra Douglas Morgan. Other NFL news we want to get into real quick. Baker Mayfield is traded to the Panthers for a conditional fourth or fifth round pick. Also, the Cleveland Browns is going to be paying $10 million of his salary for this season. And to make everything, to add, to add to that, the Panthers and the Cleveland Browns will play each other in week one, September 11th. So let their drama and the buildup begin. So Baker Mayfield, if you want to prove you're not just a Jazz, just another guy, 
you're getting a second chance, you get, you get to go down there to Carolina to prove it because this season will show if you're that dude or just a jag, just another guy. So we'll see. Uh, Damian Lillard, one of the, my favorite players to watch in the associate in the action in the association known as the NBA. He signed to a two-year, $122 million extension with the Blazers. So that pretty much says he will finish his career in Portland with the Blazers. Um, I wish, a part of me wish he never signed that extension. A part of me wishes he would request a trade and leave Portland because I don't, as great as he is and as show-stopping as he is and how much he paid the money to see him, I don't see Dane winning the championship in Portland. I mean, you think about two of the best players to ever play for Portland. Clyde Drexler had to leave in 95. He went to the Rockets, won a championship. Rasheed Wallace gets traded to the Pistons in 2004. And in 2004, the Detroit Pistons win the championship. So I would love for him to have a chance to win a ring because Dane Time, Dane Little is box office. He's that dude, one of the best point guards in NBA history, and he's just, he's definitely loyal. I salute him and respect him for that, but I definitely want him to get a chance to win a ring. I just don't know if it's going to be in Portland. Uh, I want to send some rest in peace, shout out. Rest, rest in peace to Hank Goldberg, former ESPN analyst for ESPN. Uh, he also did a lot of um, beat writing and sports writing you know, for all Miami teams, uh, Dolphins. He, uh, he, he, I think he was born and raised in Miami. I think he was born in Miami, raised in Miami. So he did a lot of writing for um, all Miami teams. So he was one of those guys that he, he brought keen, crisp analysis when he was on ESPN. I remember watching him for years with sports reporters and other y'all shows on ESPN. But um, he will definitely be missed because him and John Clayton, another one, rest in peace. When they came on, you were getting sound information that you wanted to know about any team, especially if you were from Seattle or from Miami. So rest in peace to Hank Goldberg, passed away last week, I believe, on his 82nd birthday. Uh, rest in peace also to James Kahn, actor extraordinaire from The Godfather, from his role, of course, with Kathy Bates in Misery. Um, also um, from Elf with him and... Um, him being an elf, and uh, one of my favorite, two favorite movies that he played in was a program with uh, Omar Epps and Halle Berry. Great movie about it, especially if you're a football fan. And also he played in The Eraser with Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day. So great actor, extraordinaire. Uh, a lot of people send out their condolences to him and his family. So definitely want to say rest in peace to James Conn. And also Oprah, Oprah Winfrey's father passed away. Um, anybody that knows her in the relationship with her father, he was very keen on when she was going through everything that she was going through in uh, Mississippi, uh, from an abusive childhood to all the hell that she caught growing up in Mississippi is well known in her story. And I believe that she left and moved with her father was a turning point in her life. So her father played a keen, critical, important part in her life. I believe he lived to be 89, 90-plus years old. So definitely rest in peace to her father. My my condolences go out to Oprah and her family. And as always, we all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, places, and statuses, but we are more alike than we are different. And we can see each other as human, find a common ground and interest, begin to pick each other's brain, and dig into the core of each other respectfully and peacefully. Only then can we begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. 
another episode of The Bridge. Get out with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush is all the same. I will be posting this to my Twitter page as well as to my Facebook page. And you can also get this on Anchor Podcast. Uh, people, please go get vaccinated. Go get the booster shot as soon as you're eligible. Stay safe. Be um, vigilant when you're out here. To hopefully, we can do something about this violence in this country and around the world. So, um, until then, I will holler at you guys next week. Stay safe. Have a good one. Peace.